Hello, hello, hello. This is the Bench Podcast with me, Ethan Cunnison, introducing this podcast episode. And below me is Alex King. Here are lads. <laughs> and to my left is George Bennett. Guten Tag, welcome back to the podcast. That's the cringiest thing I've heard. German, yeah, the German, yeah, German shirt. We've got to carry on. Jürgen Klinsmann under his ear today. <laughs> I'm more bootlegger than anything, but anyway. Oh, sure. He's not German, he's Welsh. I'm not even about choking. Okay, lads, 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 calm down, calm down, calm down, calm down. So, finally, because of um, obviously Tom recording yesterday, Manchester United did lose to Sevilla um, 2 1 in the Europa League semi final. So, finally, we're going to be doing an episode about mine and Kingy's team. Let's go about Liverpool. Let's go about Man City. We're doing an episode about Manchester United and following on this on the series that we're doing, following the Liverpool episode and how Manchester Please. United can catch up to the the mighty Liverpool. We, we are. We're the dominant team at the moment, so you can't. There's no. There's no debate. You think you might as well start this one. What, what do you want to say first about it? So, um, probably start off with, well, how do you think May United season's um, gone as a whole for like this season? I'll probably start off with Kingy. You want me to start on this because I'm more, I'm more of like a... You're going, you, 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 I'll start first, then you can go on next, Kingy, because obviously I'm... Go on, I'm, go on, go on. Well, to be fair, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to critique United on this, but I, to, to be fair, I didn't think United would get top four this season. So, for them to get third place is a pretty solid achievement for them. I mean, obviously, the start of the season wasn't the best for them. Obviously, they never really got the midfielder that they needed until January. And then, um, once Bruno, obviously, once Bruno, Bruno Fernandes came in, similar to how Van Dijk was at Liverpool, he, he completely changed his, his side, basically. And he's, he's more or less giving you the quality to now you, to change consistently for top four. But obviously, now what you've got to do is you've got to try and build on that, get better... Your defence maybe needs a bit of improvement, but I'd say you're on a good you're on a good platform maybe to keep going. Yeah, mm. oh, yeah. I agree. I think you know. I think if someone had offered me for the start of the season, I'd snap your hand off. After how <laughs> bad we were last season, oh, the season before last, obviously. Um, but yeah, I mean, on the thoughts on it last night, I mean, I was expecting us to win personally. I think severe. Manchester United with a bigger name. United should be beating Sevilla, but Sevilla are one of those teams that they're a team that are very frustrating. They're like Bur- they're like the Spanish Burnley, like other than the fact that they play football and they just roll around and just they they if you foul them it's a it's like a it's like a criminal the, the world's worst thing. But if they foul you they, they're up, they're up in the rest face asking for yellow cards. So it's gamesmanship, you know, isn't it? Though that's, they're, that's they're, honestly, honestly I think they're one of the worst teams. I can't stand Sevilla as a football club. Sorry, God. sorry, Sevilla fans, if you're listening. <laughs> I can't stand them. And if you speak English, obviously. You're one of the you one of the. It's one of the worst teams that you know play to play against because of just how dirty you are and just constantly just you know anything will do to win games and the fact that they're just they're just not a good team to play against. I don't like playing. I don't like them as a team anyway. So. You know, I mean, Wolves fans are probably tell you how good they were because obviously they, they played Wolves before before they played the you. Is, the thing is, they were they were an all right side, but the reason why Man United lost yesterday was Manchester United's fault. 
for the first goal, Brandon Williams, he's like a bloody jack-in-the-box. He's, he's one side of the pitch and then he's the other side of the pitch. I don't know where he bloody played. One minute he's right back, next minute he's left back. He's like a, he's like a, he's like Bambi when he just got born. You know, he's like all over the place, running around. He's got potential. Don't get wrong, he's got potential, and he he tries, he works his socks off every week. But he's got to learn positional. His position, positional game's got to be better. You know, he should have marked. He's a kid, isn't he? He's obviously a kid. Yeah, You've got to give him a chance but, to learn that, haven't you? I agree, but you know, he's done it quite a few times this season. And he needs to learn. I mean, the goal that we the first goal we conceded yesterday, as soon as that cross went in, I knew it was going to be a goal. I saw Suso coming in, and I thought, well, right, this is going to be a goal. And it was. And the second goal, um, Wamba Saka was sleeping. Everyone was blaming Lindelof for it. It wasn't Lindelof's fault. For me, I think it was Wamba Saka. Maybe Wamba Saka could have told Lindelof to fall back. It's just poor defending. It slaps the concentration. But think... it's not just—it's not just the defenders. I'll just say one, one more bit about the forwards, and you, you can stay. You're a bit Ethan. Um, mm. You know, I watched the game, and I could see the, the come out of the second half. United were playing fantastic. That's the best I've seen them play for quite a while. You know, creating chances, but the final—the final product, the final ball, the, the final shot. You know. You know, before the lockdown for me, you know, Rashford was so prolific. But since then, he seems to take that extra touch or, you know... You've got to remember Kingy. You've got to remember Kingy Rashford's... Um, he had a potentially career-ending injury. When he was when 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 back injury, you're on about Ethan. Yeah, no. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I, think, I don't think it's um, been put out by the media how badly... Um, that injury was for Rashford. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's told the media not to keep going on about. Maybe he's, he's paid them to say like, oh, maybe don't, he has going to death from the injury. Yeah, but I remember um, I report um, one of the um, interviews I had with Robin Van Persie with BT, and mm. Robin Van Persie said the injury that Rashford had, you don't come back from those, and the fact that Rashford came back so quickly. Um, I've got to applaud him as a footballer and a human being because a lot of people might, might have retired from that oh. injury. Oh, yeah. And I think the work... you, you just got to give him time because I think, as I, I was saying, um, at work, it could um, act as a blessing in disguise because now Man United have got an extra week um, to rest that mm. if they didn't have, if they were training true. for a final. That is true. And maybe oh, not more of a pre-season that we we would have had in the um, if we did go. And also it. as well, you have got to remember Rashford's done a lot of work for the community during the whole lockdown, and the work he's done, it's been fantastic. And mm. ultimately, I think sometimes you know that doing all that work it does tire you out as a player. Because in fact, you just come back from injury as well. So you know you've also got to remember that you know he, he's been through a, a difficult time. With, you know with his rehab from the injury he had. Mm. And then obviously to continue doing that work as well for people that in the community that needed help during the main lockdown. So it's going to have an effect because ultimately, you know, tiredness catch so it's been a long season, you know, been quick, quick five games. And, you know, he's still been a threat. You know, there's been some games where he's been very good and, you know, he's still got quality. But you can just tell he's missing... Half a yard, possibly. Try. I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously, I was a bit critical like last night, but 
obviously saying what you know said with the injury. I didn't know it was that critical, so obviously I take that back. What I said about you know maybe, but ultimately it is a bit frustrating because I know we've seen how good he is over the whole mm, season. This season, you know. But another picture of the game, you know. But going back to what I was saying, the chances we had the first fifteen minutes of the second half, Manchester United should be out of sight. It was one-one. Mm. Manchester United should have scored two more goals. There should have been at least three one up, and then the game's over. And, they yeah, didn't take, and if you don't take chances in football, you'll be punished. Severe didn't have many chances, and they scored them. That was it. Oh, I man. mean, obviously, we say obviously teams like Severe and Atletico Madrid, they they are quite known to be quite compact defensively. Mm. Obviously, oh, we knew. Obviously, we we know about this. Obviously, with Liverpool, obviously with Atletico Madrid in the Champions League. They were very a very compact side. They looked to just push straight for the entire ninety minutes. Well, and, and they're dirty, yeah. aren't they? They're very I mean, dirty. Ultimately, the, the, obviously, the defensive system works, but, but then there's got to be a time where you have to break, be able to break them down properly, and and like be obviously well, prolific. The thing was, George, you know, actually broke broke them down. It's just the final the final shot. Well, there you go. Then that's the goalkeeper. The, made some, the goalkeeper Made some very good saves. If you watch some of the highlights, some of the saves he made was really good. However, you know you should be you should be you should be finishing them. Some of the chances they had. I mean, some of the block. I think there was one block. I think it was from Fernando. That was probably one of the best goal-saving tackles I've seen. Because Rashford literally pulled the trigger, and that was just arrowing in, and it was what a fantastic. As much as I don't like them as a footballing side because they're just well, they're just they're completely dirty as a team. You know, they're just constantly getting, literally just taking out players, rolling around on the floor. They've got very dirty tactics, which ultimately I suppose you need. And sometimes that maybe team like Man United or teams other teams around the world might have to start employing against teams that do it because ultimately frustrates opponents. And it does work against you. You could think as well. You could think as well, obviously, with Sevilla's record in the Europa League. Because it, I would so say we, that. We talk about Sevilla. They're the most team in, in the Europa League. And it's there like. Won it six times. And six times they've won it, I think. Yeah, this is their sixth. I think this is their sixth um, final they've been to. They've won it. Yeah. Uh, they've been quite but, uh, competition, and they they obviously want to make their name consistently in it. And you know, it wouldn't surprise me. I think Inter Milan are playing tonight. Inter Milan will probably beat Shakhtar, but I personally think Sevilla will beat Inter Milan. And the reason why I think that is because it's just they'll just do exact they'll do exactly what they did against United and just stay compact, get fouls, mm. you know, roll around, be dirty, use dirty tactics. You yeah, that, that um, they've got. They've got the quality in the team with some players to get goals, and if you've got that, you, you, you're going to you're going to get results. So what you're not you're not you're not thinking of this is though, it's a, the, the Italians started all this defensive like quality. I mean, and Cantonaccio was the original originator. Inter Milan will know how to how to, how to sit back and defend. So it, it could Especially be a game Conte of, side as well. Oh yeah, Conte mm. was no was known for that Chelsea. You know for well, that. True, but- you know, I, I do think out of the two teams, I think Inter Milan will go for it more than Sevilla. Mm. Oh, I don't know. Mm. 
Lukaku's well, almost a mobile striker. Put it like that. He's mm. a good striker, but he's not. I won't say he's mobile. Mm. But, I think yeah. um, going back, going back well, to what yeah, bringing it back, like, I just wanted to add on what Kingy was talking about, Brandon Williams, I think, um, I think really did show last night that I think his future isn't as um, a left-back, because he gets drawn out um, too far out of position, because he obviously he's predominantly um, right-footed, he's obviously naturally going to um, come inside on his stronger foot, so... Either he moves to right back, which is very unlikely at the moment, because obviously we've got the top of the top of my head. We've got Wambi Saka, we've got Ethan Laird, Bossy Mensah, Delo, like Delo. Even though I do think he'd probably be um, sold in the summer, but yeah, um, spots for right back are limited. So I think really he has to change his game and. Um, Become stronger on his left left foot, so he can be slightly more unpredictable. But as Ben yeah. said, he is a young player, so he's he's got the time to. Um, oh yeah, how old is he? Now? Is he is he, is he, is he, is he nineteen, twenty, no, something like that? Yeah, so he's, he's got he's, potential. He's and I've seen potential in him. You know, he's had some guys who've been class, but mm. he gets another thing he does as well that he's capable. I mean, I think any any um, person at his age is is guilty of that. You know, when we when I play football, I think we all when we all play football as a kid, we're all drawn into diving in for tackles. Yeah, because I want to show what he can do. And literally, you know, amount of times he dives in for tackles. And the thing is about it, what I do like about him last night is that I think it's that Nazuri that plays for Sevilla. Don't know you say Nazuri plays on the left wing. Nazuri. A N Nazuri. Does ring a bell? Does ring a bell? To be fair, but you heard of him, Ethan? I have a look. I have a look. There's a, um, basically right. I was watching the. He was every single time someone tackled him, he rolled around on the floor, crying like he'd just been shot. And then you know, literally, it's ridiculous. He did about, he did about ten rolls in every tackle. And then whenever he did, he, he tackled someone else, you know, he'd get mad at them and he he go up to them and give them a bit of like you know. Bit of oh, yeah, yeah and there's a, the striker. Yeah. Up, he's a young kid, and obviously, like, they want to try and get him books or sent off. And obviously, because he hasn't got the mentality yet to, to so know is, how the game works. So, he, he's, he's, he's obviously a tactic that they've tried to employ before. In the but youth Brandon academy, Williams. he is known for having a very hot head, Brandon Williams. So, I there think they might have, um, exactly. I think they probably looked at that. Obviously, Sevilla would have done their homework and. Oh yeah, looked at he that did a tackle. And try, looked at them. He did a tackle last night. I think on that Azuri. Oh, oh my! God. Literally, he went. He literally went straight through. I mm. literally took him out of the game. But that's what sometimes, like as a player, it's good to see they've got a lot of tenacity and they're not mm. scared. Because he's controlled. He's controlled against, it though. Um, you know, you know, you know what? You know, Neil Moore played close to Brighton. Yeah. You know he's all got he's yeah. got a bit of a he's got a bit of a mouth on him. Oh. He thinks he's he thinks he's really big bollocks. He tried to stand up to Brandon Williams when United played Brighton, um, first game at Old Trafford, and Brandon Williams just pushed him out of the way. Mm. You know, so as a kid, he shows he's kind of fearless, which is good. He's got a, he's got a very good like I'm not scared attitude. But in terms of his game, he just needs to just like just maybe just. 
be a bit more not diving into tackles because I've seen it, I've seen it in other games where he's dived in, it leaves space in behind. Yeah, and United will run the ball because ultimately, you know, Maguire and Lindelof, they're, they're, they're good centre halves, but pace wise, especially Maguire hasn't got the pace, he, he can be exposed. So, just as a positional point of view, maybe just sitting off and only going in for tackles when possible. I think he's like, Wambasaka's a bit, Wambasaka is a bit uh, susceptible to that as well, but Wambasaka's better at tackling. So, he got the ability to dive in and win tackles, but. You know, Williams sometimes dives in and, and it doesn't always win them. So, you know, defensively in the transfer market, I'm sure Solskjaer will look at another centre half. I um, mean, with Williams, I mean, like, um, you, you got to think, he, he seems to be like Alberto Moreno, and then eventually he needs to become the butterfly that he's Andy Robertson. So, oh, yeah. Time, and yeah. I'm sure he'll get time because Solskjaer is building a good young team. Um, next season, the aim's got to be to win a trophy, that, and also make sure you finish in the top four. I think if, if, we, can get some... to, if we can get to the quarterfinals of the Champions League, win the FA Cup possibly, and then have a good run in the Premier League to so finish third again, or get close, make sure we're close to the top. That's progress, and just sign us some good players. But I'll let you two carry on because I've gone too much. So. To be fair, to be fair though, you could have you could have um, you could have won some trophies this season. You you were in three mm. semi-finals, weren't well, you? That's you the lost, you know. That is the thing. Progress. It's 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 progress, but it also makes me sad to think that you know we've been in three semi-finals. Oh, admittedly, one was kind of over before the second leg. You know, we lost three-one at home to City. Mm. We almost pulled it back. To be fair, but it was always going to be difficult. Obviously, Chelsea in the FA Cup semi-final was disappointing. You know, I think that was just that the reason why we lost that game was because we were on such a good run of form. I think United kind of thought they were invincible, that no one really could beat them, and the fact that we've beaten Chelsea three times, people, you know, you, you get a bit cocky there, and that's that is the problem with United for me is mentality-wise is when they get on a good run of form, they just think, oh, we can't be beaten, and they don't turn up and they get beaten. So they need to suck that out for next season. I don't know if you two agree with that. Yeah, definitely. But I did want to um, speak about something very quickly. Oh, yeah, got on. some big news that you might have seen on social media, some breaking news. We are finally on Spotify and also other social media um, platforms. So um, we have used a great website called Anchor and we are on numerous so um podcast or um platforms such as um I'll just quickly get it up for a second. But if you two want to speak about Anchor and like what it's gonna do for the podcast in the future. Well no I mean for for obviously for, for for the podcast obviously we want to try and um like expand like how we how we distribute it obviously obviously we've got YouTube mm. now. And then obviously now um Spotify we've been able to get it on Spotify which is a big step for us because we we feel obviously what what people do enjoy the YouTube videos obviously but I think they, some people would prefer to have it as an audio like podcast obviously because obviously they can get obviously busy throughout the day they want to just have maybe just a bit of time to themselves to listen exactly. and like just enjoy themselves and yeah and so if you don't listen to if you don't listen to if you don't listen to Jim White and Atlas Sawyer in the morning bench podcast as you want <laughs> so at the moment we are on platforms such as Anchor Breaker. Um, Google Podcasts, um, Pocket Casts. Um, Breaker. 
Ems podcast then. Radio Radio Public and Spotify. So obviously we put um the anchor link down below in the on the YouTube and if you wanna like and share and and just share the podcast on Spotify around because as Bennett yeah. did say, people might not want to um watch YouTube videos, they just wanna want to listen to our voices in the car or mm. if you're going for a jog or but you know yeah if you're going to the gym I listen to our podcast in the gym. So go to JD Gyms, music's not very good there. AirPods in bench podcast. You know we're sponsored by JD Gym now. You've lost a sponsor, mate. Well we're sponsored by the five according to your name tag on here. So that's 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 a joke that is but anyway um Ethan speak about what I think of United because as I said I've gone on about United I get very um, caught up in my own like yeah we know we know, we know. I'll let you well, go on. well I'll probably like to like follow the same way we spoke about other in podcast episodes speak about other teams what do you well I'll probably ask Bennett to start off with but what how would you look from an outsider's point of view what do you think May United should work on for next season like what what players do you think we should bring in? What positions and so forth? Well, I mean, obviously, you, you, you've got third place, which is a good step for you, obviously. But obviously, now you need to start keep to carry on building. Because obviously, next stop's maybe trying to get Man, catch Man City. They've been a bit on and off. I mean, obviously, they've been buying a couple of players since um, the windows opened up again. And obviously, okay. you want to try and catch them first before you think about... Well, I mean, yeah, you, you obviously want to try and catch them first before coming for us. But you need to maybe... I'd say defence is, is something you might need to work on. Maybe get like, a proper partner for Maguire. Um, obviously, you need to make a decision as well on, on the goalkeeping like, situation. Do you, do you stick with De Gea or do you maybe go for Dean Henderson? That's, mm. a, that's another interesting fact you might have. Um, midfield, I think you, you're in a good spot, maybe. If you can keep Pogba and Fernandes together, basically. Obviously, Fernandes has just signed, but there's obviously right. rumours that, that Pogba might move on I mean who knows but that, that that's another thing you might need to think about and then the attack I'd say is quite good obviously I mean it's quite prolific like front three you've got is there room for maybe one more just to maybe offer some competition in case or maybe one of them gets injured for a lot longer period well personally regarding like options I think the whole Sancho deals just like we don't know what the hell's going on with it you know we don't know because obviously Dortmund in the past have said that you know about they said about Bamiang and Dunbar they're going to stay to play pre-season games and eventually they do leave so that door is always going to be kept open alternatively don't know if I'm being honest but... yeah probably it might be for the time but you never know it's still a long window to go so it could always oh, yeah, be yeah. back up but alternatively I'd look at for me, because of Sane's arrival at Bayern Munich, I would like to see maybe Kingsley Coleman. Okay. Because That's I think he's been linked with Man United through Sky Sports. If he, if he comes to United, got game time, I think he could be a really good player. Um, another I heard, player Douglas, to... I heard Douglas Costa today uh, in, in Sky as well. Hmm. He's quite three, old. Three identifiable players since I think United have looked at. Well, one's Coleman. You've just said Douglas Costa would be a good player. He's a bit old. Um, I can also see Dembele. Yeah, Dembele's been linked. 
I he think, costs a lot of money though. A lot, a lot yeah. more than I say Sancho would be because of how much Barca paid for him. Honestly, from my point of view, I think the fact that we're not hearing, obviously I hope it's true, but I think the fact that we're not hearing a lot from the Sancho deal probably means that um, Manchester United and Dortmund are slowly progressing in talks. I think the problem is for United, and which we've had a massive past of. For some reason, we can only do one deal at once and really we should fit the mould of other top clubs that you can do multiple deals at once. So, at the top mm. of my head, I'll be looking to get um, a central defender. Yeah. Um, that's, for me, that's one of the priorities. I think we do need to invest in um, oh, yeah. probably a younger a younger defensive midfielder to um, learn off Matic because on his day, Matic for me is one of the one of the best um, defensive midfielders in the league. And to, for a fact, Ooh. no, for a, yeah, I've had a past of it. He, and he for me, good. it was once upon a time. Not, I would say now. Yeah, on his, good, I mean, on his day, he's a good player. Mm. He's a solid player. But Matic, whenever he gets the ball, when you know, because United now start to play out from the back, which mm. I worry about them doing. I personally don't think they're good enough because. De Gea's not the best ball-playing goalkeeper. Oh, no, no, no. Um, I'd agree. He's more shot-stopper, isn't he, really, De Gea? Maguire's, or, Maguire's probably our best defender on the ball. Lindelof's OK. Wambasaka's passing needs to improve because his passing and crossing is not good enough. His defensive side is good, but his Maybe. passing is very poor. So, he needs to improve on that. So And also, when Matic gets the ball... Matic is, is good, he's a good passer, but he gets caught in possession. Mm. He's, too, to, he's not very mobile, is he? I mean, he's not to his age. age. Yeah, of course, but mm. that's why you need to get a new point. I agree. I'd like to see more of McTominay, because he was playing a lot, and I know he got injured. But I think if it, I'd like to see him because when he had a good run in the games, he was really good for Man United, mm. and he's just signed a new contract with United. So, you for know, me though, got... Scott McTominay, I think he's a good player to have because you need those people coming from the bench. And I think he, he is a good um, squad player, but I think because be Man United are, it? yeah, Man United, we need to have the attitude that we are one of the best teams in the league again. And if we're gonna have that attitude, we need oh. to get um, the best we're players in each position. Probably the, we're probably the third best in the league. You know, oh, yeah, I'm good. If you finish off the table, then yeah, but obviously the, 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 there's a bit of a gap between you and City, I think. Still. Oh, yeah, definitely. definitely. There's a gap. There's, there's a gap we've got to bridge. And it's going to take another three years before I think we get anywhere near challenging for a league. I think next season, I think we'll be a bit closer, but I still think Liverpool and City will be the ones to challenge. Mm, Chelsea, yeah. next season, people we'll think they're going to suddenly challenge, but I'll tell you something, you can sign. All the attacking firepower in the world. In, in the world. If you don't sign defenders, if you don't sign defenders, they're going to struggle. They'll struggle to get top four again. It's all good. You've got Timo Werner, fair enough. It could be banging in four in a game. But if you've got yeah. a poor goalkeeper in goal that can't catch a cold, you've got you know, defenders that haven't got a clue how to defend. You know, they're all over the place. You know, Chelsea's defence is... Mid table at best, best 
That's about it. So they're gonna buy defenders. And if they do, fair enough. But United, they've got a good foundation. They've just got to add in three or four players for me. And you know, sell a few of us as well that need to go. You know, Jones needs to go, you know, he's the main one. Maybe another couple of others, possibly. Um, but at the moment, Manchester United for me need about three or four players. What players were you then, signing then, Kingy? Probably took like that to finish it off. Um defensively, I I think as a defender, I'd i I could see someone like um I'd like to have like Martinez, my act actually, centre half. Okay. okay. Alessandro Martinez, yeah. yeah. Alessandro mm. Martinez, because I think great. he's had a good great. season. Um I think winger wise I've stated maybe Coleman. I'd like to see Coleman or obviously if Sancho doesn't go through. Sancho, obviously Sancho is the main one, obviously, but mm. if he doesn't go, Coleman can come in as a he's 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 a good yeah. player. He's done well at Bayern Munich. And then maybe you know, you're looking at a striker. Might even a more prolific striker. Who I don't really know yet. So I think next season will be interesting to see who maybe someone like a, a young future star uh, from any you know some of the bigger clubs. So like an Ajax or like a, someone. I mean, Malin, Marlon. You know, if he can have another good season, someone like him. The minutes of ones Martinez and Inter. If someone like that. Can come available and have another good season next season. I would like to see United going from. And also, I, I think a fallback. Okay. A fallback. I mean, I mean, for me, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. Obviously, we said defender. I mean, the main one that's that everyone's talking about at the current is Koulibaly from Napoli. Yeah, I mean, but looks like he's gone to City. I mean, you could maybe. I mean, you could still sneak in maybe with a, with a bid. Maybe so you can settle them a bit more and mm. see if they can. That could be an option for you. Um, Diego Carlos. He's actually been linked to Man United recently. Yeah, possibly. Um, I'd say for defensive mid, um, Ethan will probably know. He's. I'm not sure if you you will King you. Uh, Kondogbia maybe. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's he's still at Valencia, isn't he? Just go down and play football manager, John. I do know. I do know a lot of. No, I'm just. I'm just. I was wondering if you knew, but fair enough. But he's been quite hotly tipped to be quite a big like big. Lot of defensive midfield in the future, so he could be an option for you to develop him. Um, obviously, up front, you obviously you got you had your Sancho Lincoln, you got Coleman, and uh, maybe not Douglas Costa because he's a bit too old now. He's, I think he's yeah, I think it's past it. I mean, the one I'd say Coleman's quite an achievable one because it, it, it'll, it'll be it'll be shifted out to obviously now uh, Sarnay's there, so mm. realistically, I think I think you could probably get uh, Coleman. That's probably yeah, so. the three I'd go for, really. Obviously. Well, I'll probably finish off with my signings, but yeah, for me, yeah. um, right wing's a no-brainer. I think it's Sancho or no one for me. I, 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 I literally can't think of anyone besides Sancho. He, we say Dembele. Dembele's injury-prone. Coleman. Coleman's a good one, but um, he's predominantly a left-sided player. Hasn't he just come back off an injury as well? Can you have a good... Exactly. And Douglas Costa. I think Doug Co- Douglas Costa has only started seven games for um, eBay, and like we need to start stop getting out of the mould of um, um, signing people's has-beens. We need to start signing players who will potentially be a great player. What so about the What about the RB? Again, he's a predominantly left-sided player, so it's right. one of those. I think with defence, I think again 
for me, there's a no-brainer, and I, I think we should be going to Brighton and going for Ben White. Oh, but, oh yeah, Ben White, of course. I could be, uh, ben White would be a brilliant signing for Man United. A brilliant I'm signing. Liverpool, to be fair. I'd have him at Liverpool. Then CDM, I think I'd, I'd potentially go to Leicester and go for um, Ndidi. Yeah, that's another good one, yeah. He's, he's been and really good for Leicester as a season. wild... As a wild card um, up front, probably just to end up on, I'd sign them. Um, have you heard of um, Maxi Gomez from um, Valencia? Yeah, I have. Yeah, I've heard of him. Yeah, um, yeah he scored 10 goals player. in the Liga. And I'd, because Valencia need to sell some players this season, because obviously got some financial dis- difficulties, mm. I think you potentially could get, um, get him off their hands for a, a pretty um, cheap, cheap fee. So that's for me. That's a wild sign. Yeah, oh, I do rate that. I think it's good. We've all put some good suggestions in. Um, I think we'll have to probably conclude the pod this episode now. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a good pocket, it's been a good episode to talk about. Obviously, you know, we haven't had it's good to talk about individual teams, and obviously, with two United fans here, and also it's good to hear stuff from like George yeah. Ryan. Obviously, I know he's like a Liverpool fan, but you know, we've all got opinions on rival teams. You know, you've got to put your unbiased head on sometimes and just think what's what's best yeah. and to be fair it's, it's good to hear off other rival teams you know so yeah, tell us what, who who you probably sign if you've got any Man United exactly. fans who are watching and um, who would you sign for Man United and um, and other rival fans who would where yeah. do you think Man United will finish next season I, I'm, I think person. I want to quickly go actually I want to, I'll ask everyone I want to go next season I think United will be third George okay. uh yeah, I'd say, I'd say yeah, I think you'll think stay third as well. I think you'll, you'll probably get like an FA Cup as well, just to add to that. And then that'll... If we don't no, sign yeah. the right players, I think we we'll drop, might drop out of top four, honestly, because I think Chelsea will be strong. But honestly, I, I think we could, we'll probably finish around third or fourth for me. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, so, guys, obviously the usual, like and subscribe and um, also check us out on Spotify and all the podcast platforms that we spoke about in the middle of the podcast and we always put the links in the description of all the platforms we're on so yeah Kingy. Welcome, Kingy. also I would like to oh. quickly mention we have got some nice little ideas um, coming Kingy. up no what <laughs> what no <laughs> no I know what you're going to say no 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 oh. okay <laughs> so guidelines and bench we can't, I can't say what the ideas are Oh, uh, it's a bit sad because I was hoping to, but maybe Ethan will conclude that in the future. But anyway, yeah, it's a goodbye to me. Uh, leave a like and uh, let us know what you think of Manchester United season, what you can see, ne- what you can expect next season, and who you'd like to sign. So it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye from me and Ethan. Goodbye see from you, guys. and we'll see you next time. Peace. Good evening. Everybody, a pleasure and a privilege as always to be at Anfield, where we are hoping for another miracle like Istanbul. Shakiri in his own half holds it square towards Matin. Mitchell, right?